Hi guys. Welcome back to um, Midwest Madness. That's Emily. Oh, did we didn't even introduce ourselves. <gasps> we didn't. Well, oh, well, that's Emily. Emily was last week. I'm Danielle. I'm this week. Yes. Um, true crime, cult, conspiracy, cryptid, ghost, spooky. Ghosts. For the next two episodes. Two episodes. It was kind of nice that we each got to do two. Yeah. It was kind of fun. All right. So, like Danielle said, I told the stories last week for Indiana. And this week, Danielle's taking us to South Dakota. That's how they say it on their commercials. Commercials. Oh, okay. Yeah. To South Dakota. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. So, this is going to be a little bit different because it's not a ton. Like, I don't have a ton of sources because a lot of my stuff is, like, personal stories from people. Because a lot of my friends live in South Dakota. And as you know, yesterday, as of record day, my friend Megan and I went on a ghost hunt at Fort Sisseton. Oh, I didn't know You didn't know that? Yeah, that's why I was in South Dakota. Oh, I thought you just went for funsies. No, I went for a ghost hunt. I was wondering why on Thursday you were like, I really hope the ghosts come out. And I'm like, you can't like what you're going to, you're going to go to your friend's house and just like hope the ghosts come out. Like it didn't make any sense to me. Well, now, you know, um, so yeah, I went to Fort Sisseton. It's in like the more Northern part of the state. Did you put your purple lavender aura around? I did. Um, it was super fun. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a blast. Was there like a lot of people there? Um, I There was like four groups of like between four and six people. Okay. I think four or five groups. It was really fun though. I had a blast. I told Megan, I was like, uh, let's do this again. That sounds like not up my alley. It was really fun. At all. <laughs> it was really fun. So um, the first whole big part of my episode today is about Fort Sisseton. Okay. Um, because it's one of the more haunted places in South Dakota. And fun fact, South Dakota's claim to fame, they s- say, is that Mount Rushmore. they're the most haunted state in the United States. The wall drug. <laughs> yeah, the wall drug. The corn too. palace. Oh my God, the corn palace. There's a lot of good things in South Dakota. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting things in South Dakota. <laughs> so that's like a big... Um, proclamation yeah i know i saw it in like four different places though that they're like we're the most haunted state and i'm I'm like okay so i'll have to go to calm down well they gotta be known for something oh shots fired (laughs) (laughs) just kidding we love south dakota not really (laughs) i love i love to crap all over south dakota because that's where all my friends are so well i mean (coughs) and it just is so easy i give you props for going there (laughs) It was super fun. So um, we started in, excuse me, hold on. Sorry, I'm trying really hard not to be gross on the mic, but I'm so sick. Okay, um, the doctor's house was the first place that we went. Um, and his the doctor that is Can usually... time out really quick? Yeah. What is this place? Like, this is Fort Sisseton. Yeah, but like what so, is it? It's an old military base. Okay, thank you. Kind of like... Fort Snelling? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first place we went was the doctor's house. Um, Dr. Knickerbocker is the name. I know, right? Great last name. Um, is the doctor that they believe is there. Um, he's often heard moving around the house. And 
our guide um, told us that Dr. Knickerbocker can be quite the prankster. Allegedly, during one of the ghost hunt tour things that they've done, um, he, like, turned on the burglar alarm in another building and scared the crap out of the person that runs the fort. And, like, everyone went running over there to be like, who's here, what's going on? You know, like, the whole group was like, oh, crap, somebody's trying to break in while we're here. Mm-hmm. And nothing was happening. And How so did they know it was him? Allegedly, my ghost guide tour person asked Dr. Knickerbocker, did you turn on the, the alarm? And the flashlight turned on, and that means yes. Oh, I got you. I've seen those. Yeah. Um, so so did go- you, like, did they do, like, little tricky things? Did they have the little, like, spirit boxes? Yeah, we did. We used, my group used K2s, which um, they look kind of like a stud finder. Oh, yeah. In yeah. a wall. And, like, yep. when the energy gets close enough, it, like, manipulates the box. Right, right, right. And so the lights light up from green to yellow to yes, red. Yes, I've seen those. Yep. So we used that the most. And then a recorder. Um, but the only person that heard anything was our tour guide. Kind of so, like the... Super sus. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, Is this something they do year-round or just in um, October? They've no, done September, October. They've done like four or five of them so far. It's like a fundraising event because oh, okay. it like they're rebuilding some walls in like the South Barracks, I think, to like protect the building and like keep it from falling apart. Right. And so this is one of the fundraisers that they do. Okay. Sorry, I'm done with no, my questions. It's okay. Um, so my group used mostly the flashlight method, which is where you've got the twisty flashlight and you put it just so that like it doesn't take a lot to flick it on or off. So it's like right on the edge of turning on and then you put it on like a surface mm-hmm. and then you ask questions and if it's a yes, the spirit can like click on the fl- the flashlight. All right. And then they can turn it back off too. Right. Um, so N- Dr. Knickerbocker will turn on flashlights and manipulate the K2s, which I already explained what those are. Um, and we didn't have a lot of activity in that room and... Or in that house, I guess, because his office and his house are the same place. So, but, like, our guide claims that he's had, like, footsteps and heard noises and whatever, but we didn't really hear anything. Um, then there's the commander's house. The commander is known to interact with people using the flashlight, flashlight method. Um, and Megan and I actually had a really cool experience there. So, um, our guide was like, hey, do you want to put this... Um, flashlight somewhere and he handed me this flashlight and I was like sure so I like went into another room and I was like I used the flashlight to like find my way and then I kind of turned it so that it would be off but not you know not off off and um, I set it down on the desk and then I moved over and was away from it like probably three or four feet from Megan and or like from next to Megan so we were both like by the door and it was a couple feet away and I was telling her that I didn't want to stand on the other side of the door because I was like, I don't know. It just feels weird over there. I don't want to stand over there. And so I'd crossed over to stand next to her. And then the little flashlight just turned itself on. Hmm. And we both went, woo. <laughs> so I I will probably post a couple of these videos. I took videos oh, all night. Oh, you took videos? Oh, yeah. Like all night long. This is, I would this <coughs> like, nope. It was so much fun. It wasn't even, it literally was not scary. I was not scared once. 
I can't even tell you the stomach ache I would have <laughs> the whole night. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, so, and then we kind of like told him like, hey, because like it turned on and then we both like kind of like went, ooh, and then it turned off right away. And we're like, sorry, we're not scared. We're not scared. Like we just weren't expecting the flashlight to turn on that fast. You can talk to us. And then the flashlight turned back on. Weird. So it was really cool. Um, he, the commander also does not like when people wear hats into his office, especially if they're current or former military. Oh. So our guide claims he had his hat knocked off his head once because he like walked in there with a hat on and he's former military and his hat apparently like went flying. I mean, it makes sense. Sorry, she's taking a drink of water. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying so hard not to get really coffee and stuff. Um... Then there's a clock that I put the flashlight next to on top of the desk, and it doesn't work, but it will occasionally start ticking. I hate clocks. <laughs> and then um, in the commander's house, there's also a lady in white. So we had the blue lady and the gray lady, and now we have the white lady. lady. In white. Yep. Um, and she... Um, it can be seen at the top of the stairs and they think it's a former maid who's like, ter- like, um, killing bed bugs with a light with like a candle because oh. they used to have to do that. Gross. Um, and Megan actually has a picture where it looks like the, the lady is in the picture. Oh God. She's going to show me. I am going to show you. It's really freaking cool. Okay. So I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put it on loop cause it's a live photo. Uh, no, that's too confusing. Okay, so just look at the top of the stairs by the stair rail. I'm like not. <laughs> you can see like the outline of a like an out like an outline. Yeah, you see like an outline of a head, a shoulders, to hips, yeah. to dress. Yeah. And Megan was like, no one would wear a dress on one of these tours, and you wouldn't. There's no way you'd wear a dress. That'd be so stupid. And you, there's like a door or a window behind. Um her and you can't see the whole thing yeah she's like blocking the window yeah it's like silhouetted in front of it yeah that's but she's not white she's quite black yeah but she's got that it looks almost like a white shawl sorry i didn't mean it like that like i meant like her it's a shadow yeah Yeah. there i do see like a white like almost like a if you zoom in on it it's like a cardigan like she's wearing like a cardigan over like a black dress that's interesting i'm glad i don't (laughs) see a face because that would have that would have also freaked me out but yeah, I mean, I definitely could see where. So I will absolutely post that. Megan gave me permission to post that on our Instagram. So cool. I'll post that. Um, and she, the white lady or lady in white has been seen in the officer's quarters as well and walking around on what they call the boardwalk, which is literally just like a wooden sidewalk that they have okay. around the fort. Um, the officer's quarters was next. Children can be heard running around upstairs and on the main floor of this house. Um, one of the spirits is named Will, and they know that because they've heard the name Will said. And sometimes someone will ask for hugs, and you'll oh. like hear it over the speakers, and it's like a kid. Interesting. Um, Why were there kids on a military base? Because back when it was like Fort, when it was Fort Sisseton. That's where the soldiers' families would live, live. too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it'd be like its own community up there. So pretty much like any military base now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so while we were there, 
the group before us had been like, yeah, we were getting really good activity with Will. And I was like, well, I work with children. So I'm willing to go upstairs by myself and sit up there. You're fucking insane. (laughs) So Megan was like, I kind of want to come too. And I was like, that's fine. I don't care. So Megan and I went and sat upstairs by ourselves. And the rest of our group was downstairs. Um, We had a ton of activity on the K2. So like it was just sitting in front of me. Uh And it would just light up. And then it would stop. And then it would light up and then stop. And we could hear the people downstairs. And they were like, can you light up this one? Okay, turn that one off. And then once that one would turn off, ours would turn on. Your flashlight? No, our Our K2 meter. And at one point, one of the guys came over and was like, um, he like walked to the bottom of the stairs. He was like, are you guys moving around upstairs? Like, did you knock? And we were like, no, we're sitting flat on our butts. Like, we have not moved. And so they were hearing knocks from downstairs. And then um, another member of our group heard like a male go, (sighs) Like, he was irritated with the kids that were, like, running around. Oh, okay. Um, and then I had a weird experience where it felt like someone sat in my lap. Oh. It was very strange. <coughs> so sorry. This, so, um, it was fine. It didn't bother me. This is, like, sorry, guys. Um, This is, like, like, the start of a horror movie, you know, and it's, like, why did they do the stupid thing like why did you go upstairs by yourself (laughs) this is how i'm feeling right now because i was intrigued and feeling brave i'm putting a purple aura (laughs) around me right now in case you brought anything home i didn't bring anything home i brought it to megan's house and left it there (laughs) just kidding um so then the jail um they have noises coming from solitary confinement people report being touched Oh, were you um, going to go to a jail? It, I mean, it, it didn't really look like a jail. It was just like a room with like solitary confinement rooms. So it like didn't look like a jail. I thought... Mm. Um, we didn't have anything happen in there. It was really boring. I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> in that in that building. You're like, let's go back to Will's house. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to go hang out with Will somewhere because that <laughs> was crazy. Um, the hospital um, is also just like a room. It's not like an actual hospital. It's like, a, it looks like a house. Wing, like a hospital wing. Kind no, of? it looks like a house. You would think it was a house. Oh. Um, and so sometimes Dr. Knickerbockers heard moving around in there. Um, we didn't have much happen in there, but, um, the K2s kind of went off a couple of times, but I mean, if you bump something hard enough, the K2s will go off. And they were sitting on a table with four people around it. So I'm a little skeptical about that one. Because they kept going on off, on and off at the exact same time. And one was on one side of the table and one was like on the other side. So if you like hit the table hard enough or like bumped it with your foot, it makes it go off. Okay. So that's why I'm still like totally a believing skeptic is because I'm like, some of this can be explained. Um... And then we heard what sounded like a door closing, but again, there were a bunch of other groups there and like they didn't know where we all were. Yeah. So no one went up and like it got up to inspect what had happened. So it could have literally been another group. Yeah. I'm really fighting to not cough anymore. Why don't you just (laughs) let it out? I'm so sorry, you guys. I feel terrible. Um, literally and figurative. Fall colds. God, and you know, I just they punch me right in the face. They're terrible. Um, the North Barracks. We also didn't really have anything happen. There was a little bit of interaction with someone who we believe was a soldier. Mostly flashlight stuff, which is 
very trippy because like we were all on the other side of the room and it was probably like 15 feet away from us and it would just like turn on on its own but it does is it like responding intelligently to questions it's, or is it just turning on and off no it seems like it's actually responding okay. to questions um i will if you want to see some of the videos i will show you some of the videos but i maybe not tonight yeah i feel like that might kind of freak you out maybe like during the day <laughs> okay um, I also want to listen to my videos with headphones because I want to see if I caught any voices. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did, but we'll see. Um, okay, so that was my whole experience at the Sisseton for- Fort Sisseton. How long were you there? Um, the ghost tour went from like 7.30 until 2 in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was super fun. That's long. Um, so if you live anywhere near Fort Sisseton and this is interesting to you, I 100% recommend. Where is um, it? So Fort Sisseton is in the northeastern corner of South Dakota. Northeastern. Okay. So kind of like it's like maybe 45 minutes from the Minnesota border. Okay. It's not far. Um, Did so, you have a long sorry this is a stupid question did you have a long drive home after that then or did you stay somewhere i stayed at bigots she lives like a half hour away oh okay yeah for some reason i didn't think i thought she lived in like the middle of the state no that's that's emmeline oh or emily sorry okay (laughs) actually uh we're going to where they live next okay they live in pier so pier is the capital of the state um I really only have two places there. Um, the St. Charles is a, it used to be a hotel, um, but is now an apartment complex. And um, people report feeling and seeing someone like walking in the halls or like in the elevator or down at the bar and just nobody's there. So nothing malicious, just kind of like a former resident is just kind of like hanging around. Yeah. Um, then my friend Emily has a big long story from there, but I don't want to read that one because I have other stories. Okay. If you want to know it later, I'll tell you. Um, and then La Frambois is how I would say it, but that's because I took French. It's a uh, island nature area in Pier. And knowing Americans, they probably say La Frambois or boys or something like that. Something stupid because... That's just what happens. <laughs> the get, you know, words get Americanized. But I don't know. I could have asked. I didn't. Um, people report extreme temperature changes on the trails out there. And then they also see strange lights, which always really skeptical of anything light. I'm also skeptical of um, weather changes and when you're outside. Yeah, it sounded like I know it was like, like more extreme, of an isolated but like sometimes you're in the sun and then you walk into the shade and it can drop like 20 degrees yeah you're right so um and then there is also strange noises which again you're outside yeah that this isn't <laughs> tough and then um there have been sightings of a young child at dusk so just frolicking around yeah All right, what's next? Deadwood. Oh, obviously. Yeah, Deadwood is um, one of the bigger ones that I kept finding stuff about and, like, 
people sent in some personal stories about Deadwood, so I wanted to make sure. Okay, I'm gonna yell at Siva really quick. Siva! <laughs> She's um, chugging the water. Okay, we're done. So we're gonna start at the historic Bullock Hotel. Um, you can sometimes smell cigar smoke um, in different locations of the hotel. Employees say that it's Bullock, the man who built the hotel. He is also known to show up in photos. Wow. Which is kind of spooky. Yeah. Kind of fun. Um, (coughs) Sorry. People often claim to hear children and see shiny things move and um, money, like coins, organizing themselves by denomination. So, like, all the pennies will be moved into one spot and all the nickels will be moved into another spot. Interesting. And they think it's the kids playing. Okay. And just, like, messing around. Um, and that there are children there because during a cholera outbreak, pe- um, people moved into the hotel. And, unfortunately, some children did not survive that outbreak, so they died in the hotel. That's sad. Um, and then there's also a story about a hanging in room 211 where guests claim to see a faint figure... Hanging in the room. I don't like that. No, it's really sad. Um, the next location I found was the Adams House. This is in Deadwood? Yes. Still? Yep. Okay. Still in Deadwood. Um, the second owner, W.E. Adams, died in the um, extremely technology advanced home. And by that, I mean in 1892, this house already had indoor plumbing, electricity, and a phone. Wow. That's like a big deal. This guy must have been rich. Yeah. After his death, his wife said that she could hear him walking around upstairs and it freaked her out so much that she actually left the house with everything inside of it. She just like she literally pieced just out. Was yeah. Like, she just like pieced out and just left. She was like, nope. Interesting. Um, the house stayed empty for 50 years before somebody bought it and turned it into a and b It is now a museum. Um, people have seen a rocking chair rock on its own. They have encountered a shadow man standing in an up- upstairs window, which shadow man just sounds so creepy. Yeah, I don't like that either. The It kind of reminds me of Mothman, but shadow man. <laughs> um, and then they also hear footsteps and voices throughout the building. Um, and then the original owners of the Adams house were actually a Jewish family named the Franklin family. And one of their direct descendants actually reached out to me. Oh, Um so I posted in one of the other Facebook or other like podcast groups that I'm in, like, hey, I'm doing some spooky stories about South Dakota. If you have any, please let me know and like that I can share on on air. And she was one of the people that reached out to me. Um, her name is Amanda. And she said that when she was there, she was near one of the suites and her hair was gently touched. She said, I hope it was a family member saying hello. Yeah. Because if so, it wasn't, that could be A little creepy. creepy. But, like, <laughs> if it's, like, your great, 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 great grandma, just kind of like, hey, hi. Yeah. That's kind of no, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The next building we're going to in Deadwood is the Fairmont. The Fairmont was a former brothel. Um, and the new owner began renovations and it seemed to like irritate the ghosts, which as we know, is a thing. Um, so there are two ghosts that are still currently very active. The first is a man named Henry. Um, and he is often called the grumpy man (laughs) because he is kind of pissed off that his girlfriend died from syphilis, 
which I would probably yeah. be pretty pissed too. That's tough. Yeah. Um, the second ghost that they know of is a woman named Maggie who allegedly threw herself off the third story floor when she found out that her boyfriend had left her, Mm-mm. which is really sad. Yeah. Um, Deadwood is also the location that Wild Bill Hickok was killed during a poker game with a hand of aces and eights, which is apparently now known as a dead man's hand. I know nothing about poker. And Me neither. You know nothing about <laughs> poker, so hopefully that's correct. I don't even know if that's a good hand. Uh, yeah. I would assume because if you know, let us know. Yeah. Um, but uh, allegedly the chair that he was killed in is still in like one of the museums in that area. Oh, okay. And he was buried there, and some other like really famous like trick shooters and stuff are are buried in Deadwood. Like Doc Holliday. No. Just kidding. <laughs> no, wrong town. <laughs> um. Okay. So those are all the stories that I have sources for. And my sources are travelchannel.com, um, gfpsd.sd.gov, um, Fort Sisseton, Ghost Fort Sisseton, and then um, www.travelsouthdakota.com. And now we have the personal stories. Okay. Okay, so there are three that all come from my friend Emily, who... Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Are you going to talk about um, Tommy and dad? I don't really know the story. Oh. Do you know the story? It's nothing like crazy. I don't even know what hotel they were staying it at. It was, I th- I want to say it was um, either the Bullock or the Fairmont, but I don't remember. So basically our dad and our uncle stayed at one of the hotels in Deadwood. And I mean, it's really nothing too crazy. Um, they're... They went to sleep and all their like electronics were plugged in and when they woke up all of them were unplugged from the wall. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's nothing like crazy. But no, but it's weird. Yeah. So Because like as far as we know, dad is not a sleepwalker. No. Tommy used to be, but I don't think he is anymore. I don't think so either. So there there's my two cents. Okay. Um, okay, so my first story from my friend Emily is and I'm just going to read them how she sent them to me. So when I say I, I'm speaking She's as quoting her. Yes, I'm quoting my quote. friend. Okay. At Northern State University, my roommate and I heard weird things at night. I had plastic drawers under my bed and the dishes in there would move after we both went to bed. She would also never sleep in there alone. I'm not sure if anything happened to her, but when I wasn't there, she... Or, I'm not sure anything happened to her when I wasn't there... But she was adamant on not sleeping alone. We both saw the spirit of a man separately and didn't know about it until the, like, Like, they later. didn't know yeah. each other had seen the same thing. Yes. Um, I don't when, like that in your dorm room. <coughs> um, I'm so sorry. When I saw him, I was in our living room making coffee across the room, turned around, and a man walked out of my bedroom. We nope. Looked- <laughs> We looked at each other and then he disappeared. Nope. <laughs> I told a friend about it and they asked if they could do some ghost hunting and they recorded themselves asking questions. They said that my roommate was scared and when they played back the recording later, they heard maybe she should be. <gasps> nope. <laughs> I never had issues with him other than him moving stuff and being loud. I just don't like that it's a him. Well, I mean, who knows how long those dorms were i know but it just that would bother me 
I mean, I don't think I'd like anyone else living in my That's room. That's a good me. point. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next one is Nisadak Bible Camp, which is actually where I met all of my South Dakota friends. Okay. Um, one of the staff that had been there forever was let go. She was the cook, and there is a man who lives in the building, the, uh, a ghost man oh, who lives in the building. What building? That the kitchen is in. Oh. <laughs> and it's called The Lodge. The building is called The Lodge. Okay. So it's got two offices. It's it's a three-level building. Okay. It has the big dining hall that the kids and staff and everybody eat in if it's, like, crappy outside. The kitchen, a smaller dining room area, um, a place with a camp, like, with a fireplace and, like, a big open seating area. Yep. An office up on that floor. And then upstairs, there's, I want to say, six or seven bathrooms, or six or seven bedrooms. Okay. And two bathrooms, a male and a female bathroom. And then downstairs, there's a couple more bedrooms and bathrooms. Kay. And then one more office. Okay. So it's... So it's like a... It's a huge building. Okay. And it's called The Lodge. It's been there forever and a day. Um, one of the buildings next to it literally had Teddy Roosevelt visit for hunting. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And it's still standing. That cabin is. History. Yeah. Um, and so he, he, he liked this former staff person. And when she was let go, the camp director at the time told Emily to throw away all of the plants in the dining hall. And so, quote, once the ghost realized what I was doing, he would slam the door shut on me before I could take the plants outside. It wasn't a windy day, and the wind usually comes off the lake anyways, and the door closes the other way. I had a talk with the ghost and told him I didn't like it either, and it wasn't my decision. He calmed down a little bit, but it still felt really weird for a while. His room is my favorite spot upstairs, though. And I've actually had an interaction with him before because we have to, like, clean all those rooms when people stay in them. Who stays in them? Um, Like, pastors okay. and youth directors okay. and whoever. So it's, like, the adults that come with the kids, Yeah, basically. or, like, if a family rents out the space for, like, a wedding, people would stay up there okay. or whatever. And he has this very specific chair that he likes to sit in and we were cleaning upstairs me and one other staff member and they were a new staff and they didn't put the chair back where it was supposed to be and the doors kept slamming on us like just the you'd like be cleaning the room and the door would just slam Mm-mm. and so i was like did you put the chair back and they were like what chair i was like oh my god you did not put the chair back and so i showed them i was like this chair has to go right back where you found it because he likes to sit in this chair and if it's not where he wants it he gets mad and so we put the chair back to where it was, and the door stopped slamming. Mm. Don't so. like it. Um, and then the last one from Emily is that Beth, who we aren't entirely sure is real, is a ghost. Maybe. And she kind of, like, lives in between. We have North Village, which is five cabins, and then there's, like, a path to the bathhouse, and then another path, and then there's South, South Village. Okay. So South Village is the one that Beth, like, hangs around in. And no one's ever seen her. No one legit knows if she's real. But, like, you definitely feel, like, a presence in that area to the point where, like, you feel like someone is watching you from the cabin. And so you, like, turn around and there's no one there. So it just feels like you're being watched over there all the time. Um, And then I have two stories from... um. The group that I'm in, it's uh, another podcast group, so I don't really want to say the name of okay. the other podcast. That's fine. 
But if you're here from there, hi. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, so I just copied down two because there was a lot of other chatter on there and these were the easiest to find. But Piper said, quote, stayed in the Bullock Hotel in Deadwood. Okay. And the water in our bathroom would turn on and off. But it wouldn't turn off until you got out of bed and almost got to the sink to turn it off yourself. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> so this ghost was just like literally just them. yeah literally just screwing with them yeah Dude, um, that would piss me off <laughs> right you're like oh so annoying. my god <laughs> you can clearly turn it off just turn it off you jerk um and then amanda shared i'm from saskatchewan canada and went to deadwood on a road trip for my birthday a couple years ago was this the same amanda that you talked no different, different amanda, amanda. yeah okay. um i think i'm pretty sure um sorry i lost my spot Road trip uh, from Saskatchewan yes. to Deadwood. From For my birthday a couple of years ago, we went to this random restaurant and it had a wall full of license plates from all over. And spat, smack in the middle of, of the wall was one from Saskatchewan with the name of my best ever soulmate kitty, Squirt. So her cat's name was Squirt and uh-huh. had died. The Saskatchewan... License, license plate, plate said squirt on it that's and she just caught that that was kind of spooky yeah those are like those like like signs you know for sure like squirt was thinking about yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so there you go that's why mine was a little bit different because a lot of it was like personal stories and things that happened to me and yeah it was fun interesting it, it was super fun if you're honestly you guys if you're at all interested and doing a ghost hunt, and you live anywhere near Fort Sisseton, go. It was so much fun. And I will not be doing that. <laughs> I'm still impressed we got you on that Stillwater one. Although that one I feel like is a little different. It's outdoors. I can run if I need to, you know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Plus, I feel like those are kind of made for... They're more like a history walk with like a spooky with aspect like, to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I and get you. They're definitely like they're made to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like some of the stuff is ma- definitely made to make money. Yeah. Like you, like the fort. I wouldn't really say that's made to make money. You no. know what I mean? I, it is a fundraiser. But it is like, a fundraiser. Yes. It's different. You know. Yeah, it was a great time. We had a great time. Cool. So. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. And that was good. All right, you're, you want to do the sources or the socials? Thank you. My brain, I'm so sorry. Did you, you already did your sources. I did my sources. Uh, Midwest Madness Podcast, the group. <laughs> Danielle's sneezing. Um, <laughs> I'm Midwest so sorry, Madness Podcast. MW, sorry, MW Madness Podcast yes. on Instagram. And that is also our Gmail. Um, I'm going to go drink a gallon of uh, orange juice now. Oh. Yeah. And then... Uh, Hopefully, hopefully. This, yeah, this goes away. By I the next so time sorry. we record, we'll have less dogs and hopefully no colds. Yes, yes. But <laughs> I'm knocking on wood because yeah. oh, you don't never knock know. on wood, Emily. The dogs. I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Thank well, you so much. Yeah, we have <laughs> one more spooky. Yep. You should have done your mini this week. I should have. We'll have to time that out. Of it, we'll figure it oh, out. Yeah, I we'll mean, it if it's November, it's November. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not worried about it. We'll figure it out. Cool. All right, guys. (laughs) Have a great week. One more spooky episode left. It is your girl, Emily's. And 
Um, and I have a mini to yeah. do. Yeah. So Yee. we will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye.